Welcome into Duval Daily presented by GenJag.com. I'm Jordan DeLugo. Thanks so much for tuning in here on Wednesday, February 7th. Late last week, earlier this week, I dropped the predictive mock draft and roster cut slash free agency plan for the Jacksonville Jaguars for this 2024 offseason. It is a pivotal offseason for the Jaguars. They've got to nail this offseason. And so that was predictive. That was trying to get inside the mind of what the Jaguars might do, trying to figure out what Trent Baalke and the Jaguars could do this upcoming offseason. And the offseason's coming hot and heavy, right? Free agency is about a month away. Obviously, we're going to have some news whether Josh Allen is getting franchise tagged or not. It looks like it is heading that way. You can go check that stuff out. I think that's very informative, very much just trying to figure out how this Jaguars offseason will look, how it should look or could look, I should say. Today is where I get to have some fun. This is what I would do if I was running the show down at the bank, right? If I was the general manager for the Jacksonville Jaguars, the top decision maker in that building, I am so excited to get into this. One of the reasons we do this, it's really to have fun, but I like to see what I would do in free agency compared to what the Jaguars actually do and and the mock draft, obviously, as well. So uh, it's just fun to kind of look back at that stuff over the years. And that's why I do it. I like to have some fun here on the channel and and share with y'all my opinions on what the Jaguars should actually do versus what I think they will do. Uh, So really appreciate y'all being here. If you enjoy the content here, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. You can also check out ginjag.com slash shop. We do have a little flash sale going on right now over on the website. 30% off everything with code Duval, D-U-U-U-V-A-L. That's three U's, ginjag.com slash shop. So diving in to part one of this Fixing the Jaguars series. We're going to be two parts here for the offseason. You're going to have the roster cuts, extensions, free agency, and then, of course, the draft. The Jaguars have $11.3 million in 2024 cap space. So we'll start with their cuts to save some cap space, right? Cut Brandon Sheriff. Brandon Sheriff is a good football player. I think the fact that he really gutted out the last two years despite battling through injuries, didn't miss time, uh, I respect it. I really do, and I respect what he does in pass protection. But the bottom line is he's being paid as a top-five guard in this league. He's not that at this point in his career, unfortunately. So you save $9.1 million by moving on. Rayshon Jenkins, you have a built-in in-house replacement at Strong Safety in Antonio Johnson. Rayshon Jenkins costs too much money for the level of play he is providing for you. You save $5.4 million against the cap by moving on. Rayshon Jenkins, farewell. I hope you have a fruitful rest of your career. Zay Jones, same thing. Another good football player, a guy who's been a, a good locker room guy, but I don't think that the juice is worth the squeeze with the contract. You save $4.2 million against the cap by moving on. You're able to Uh, potentially upgrade that position by moving on. You know, he is your wide receiver three at this point. I think he's an average wide receiver three at best. I think you can do better. Cut Foley, Fatu Kasi, the Jaguars, they kind of royally screwed up with their interior of their defensive line by signing Foley, Fatu Kasi two years ago, by extending Roy Robertson Harris last year. I do not blame them at all for the Devon Hamilton signing. In fact, I I think that that was a heady move. I think it was a great move by them. It just didn't work out last year because of the non-football back health injury situation, whatever you want to call it. Don't want to get into the details there. But uh, Devon Hamilton, don't blame them at all for that one. But I do think you have to trim the fat 
you have to get cheaper. You have to try to upgrade that spot however you can this offseason. And uh, look, you're probably not going to be spending money, big money, to fix that spot because you're already paying Roy Robertson, Harris, and Devon Hamilton good starter money. So maybe we're looking at the draft. Maybe that's a little preview there. Getting into these extensions, I think there's three players I would extend. The reason I'm extending them is because I think that they are presenting great value to your football team in terms of what they bring on the field. But they're they're too expensive right now. So you extend their contracts to reduce that 2024 cap hit to try to give you a window here over the next couple years where you can really compete at the highest level. You extend Cam Robinson. $21 million a year over three years. $8.4 million cap hit in 2024. Saves you $12.7 million against the cap. Love that. Keep Cam Robinson. Save some cap space for 2024. Now you have your your tackle room set, you know, with Cam Robinson, with Anton Harrison, with Walker Little as your third tackle. That is a nice group, really nice group. Extend Darius Williams. Two years, $10 million a year. He is over 30 years old. But guess what? He's not playing like it. And he entered the league a little older. He was 24 years old when he entered the league. So this is a guy that I think is still playing an extremely high level, was your best cornerback last year. No, he's not a perfect fit for running a ton of press man coverage, but a guy that did run press man in L.A. and did it at a fairly high level doesn't have the body type you're necessarily looking for, but does he have the ability to mirror movements, the ability to contest catches at the catch point? Yeah, he absolutely does. So you keep Darius Williams, sign him to a two-year, $10 million-a-year deal, that gives you a $4 million cap hit in 2024. You save $6.5 million against the cap. Extend Foye Lucan. Three years, $14 million a year. That's slightly under his current contract, but guess what? Nobody, nobody's paying him that much. If he was going to go try to test free agency on the open market, I don't think anyone's paying him close to that. He's already a top five paid linebacker. That would keep him right in that range. So you have a $5.6 million cap hit with the three years, $14 million for Foya Luke. And this is a guy, you did prepare to move on from him. You know, right? You tried to at least with Devin Lloyd, with Chad Muma, with drafting Ventrell Miller. But guess what? He's too good. He is the heart and soul of your defense. You do not move on from Foya Luke. And that would be insane in my opinion. $5.6 million cap hit on that $14 million per year deal. You save $8.4 million against the cap. And the way I'm figuring these cap hits it's about 40% of the average annual value. That's how the Jaguars generally do business with these uh, extensions and free agent contracts, what have you. So now that you've made all those moves, the extensions, the cuts, you now have $61.1 million in 2024 cap space. And these numbers are according to overthecap.com, who I think they do a tremendous job with the uh, charting and, and keeping up with all the different salary cap information in the NFL. So, Again, this is what I would do. This is not what I think the Jaguars will do. I signed Josh Allen. I signed him to a four-year deal worth $28 million per year. Gets him right towards the top of the edge market. Obviously not really flirting with the Nick Bosa money, but I think that contract is an outlier that maybe only Miles Garrett will be able to get close to this offseason. But this puts him right there at the top, you know, with the TJ Watts of the world. Four years, $28 million. That's an $11 million 2024 cap hit. Again, 40% of the average annual value. 
You're now at $50.1 million. Josh Allen is happy. The rest of your team is happy that you actually did something right for once in terms of just getting the damn deal done, showing that you want to keep your own, that you, you pay your own. Like, look, the Jaguars throughout history, they've always been willing to back up the Brinks truck for outside free agents, but they don't keep their own players. We're changing that if I'm GM, right? We are signing our best player that we've had in a long time on the defensive side of the ball, and we're doing it. We're getting him paid, right? All right, so now you don't have um, Josh Allen on the franchise tag. You tag Calvin Ridley. Sign him later. That means you're not giving up the second-round pick in the draft this year. That means he has a $21.6 million cap hit under the tag, but you will save on that later by signing him and reducing that cap hit. It's not going to give you cap relief for the first wave of free agency, but it will clear up some cap later on. So you feel a little bit better about that later on. You're now at $29.5 million in 2024 cap space. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. You need to rebuild that interior offensive line. You need a third wide receiver. You need edge depth. You need another corner slash nickel. You do have your guy, Gregory Jr., who has some potential, did get some reps this year, has the physical ability, but I still think you need someone else. And obviously Buster Brown is a third corner on the outside. Chris Braswell, Christian Braswell didn't get much playing time at all this year as a rookie, if any. But you do have some options there, but I still think you could upgrade. You need another guy that can be stout on the interior. No doubt about that. Um, Like I said, you have Devon Hamilton. You have Roy Robertson-Harris. They're not going anywhere this year. You have Tyler Lacey, who needs to be able to step up in year two. Develop in year two, as Trent Baalke likes to say. Uh, But yeah, so that is taking care of your own, right? Calvin Ridley, you tell him we're going to franchise tag you, but we're going to get that deal done later on, promise you. You don't even have to sign the franchise tag. We will get you done with a new contract later on. And when you look at that contract for Calvin Ridley, probably in the 18 to $20 million range per year, two to three years. So it'll probably end up being about a seven, eight, $9 million cap hit in 2024 for us. And again, this is not predictive. This is what I would do. So getting into free agency, excited to talk about this free agent class because there is two names here that coincide with what I think the Jaguars will do. But for the most part, it's a pretty different feel. And I'm excited about that. So I would sign Josh Uche. I mentioned him uh, earlier this week. This is a guy that I'm a huge fan of as a designated pass rush type. He's a young football player. He's only 25 years old. I want to lock him up for several years. Three years, $8 million per year for your new designated pass rusher coming over from the New England Patriots, a guy that just knows how to get to the quarterback. You have Josh Allen. You have Trayvon Walker. Now you have the third guy that can really heat up the quarterback at a high level, and I'm excited about that in Josh Uche. And he's young. He's ascending. Perfect type of guy to sign. You're signing Kenny Moore in the slot from 
the Indianapolis Colts. This is a guy that obviously you're stealing him from a division rival. He is a little older. He's 30 years old. But slot players aren't making all that much money right now. So you have the potential to grab a guy that can play close to the top of the position in the slot and not pay that much money for him. Two years, $6 million per year. That's a $2.4 million cap hit in 2024. Really like the idea of not only stealing him from the Colts, but upgrading your slot. Like That is a much better football player than what you've had in the slot over the last several years. You sign Gabe Davis. Two years, $12 million. That's a $4.8 million cap hit. Now Gabe Davis, he's saving you money compared to Zay Jones in 2024. Would be more money next year, obviously. But Gabe Davis, I think he's a significant upgrade over Zay Jones. I think this is a guy that is a vertical threat that really uh, is young, 25 years old, going into his second contract, played football at UCF. He's caught a lot of passes from Josh Allen. You think he could help open up your offense at 6'3", six, six, 216? A really good, deep, vertical threat? Yeah, I think that could help you out a lot. I think that when you talk about now Gabe Davis, Calvin Ridley, Christian Kirk, Evan Ingram, that's a, nice, that's a nice group of receivers there for you. No doubt about it. Robert Hunt. This is one of the players I think the Jaguars will attempt to sign uh, this offseason, and I think the Jaguars should attempt to sign him. He's replacing Brandon Sheriff for you. Three years, $18 million per. That is a $7.2 million cap hit. Now, spending a lot of money on guard, it hasn't always worked out for the Jaguars in the past, but this is a guy who, in my opinion, has much better strength and athleticism and a... a three-year projection than the guys the Jaguars have signed, Andrew Norwell, Brandon Sheriff, um, over the last you know half decade or so. So I think Robert Hunt at 330-plus pounds, he's a mauler, but he's a good athlete as well, really upgrades that right, ta- right guard spot for you. And you do save some money in 2024. Obviously, you'll pay for it in 2025, but that's all right. Sign Ezra Cleveland. This is the other move that I have the Jaguars attempting to do this offseason that I also think is a good deal. Uh, At left guard, you know Ezra Cleveland. He came in here. He busted his ass for you. You've seen him produce at a high level in Minnesota over the last half decade. He is a young football player, and he's a guy that gutted it out through injury this year, didn't play his best down the stretch again because he was playing through injury. But at two years, $9 million per year, a $3.6 million cap hit, in 2024, you can live with that all day. Now, those are your big free agent moves. You still have $8 million in cap space, and you will get more back when you get that Ridley deal done. You'll be sitting at probably close to $20 million once you get that Ridley deal done. You'll obviously bring in some reserve slash edge of the roster type players too, but they will have negligible impact on the salary cap. Um, And then it's draft time, right? Then it's time to get into... My favorite part of the season, the NFL draft. Your needs now entering the draft are at center. You did not sign anyone. You do still have Luke Fortner. Um, Interior defensive line, you did not sign anyone big. Cornerback three slash slot outside inside, you do have Gregory Jr. You do have Buster Brown. You brought in Kenny Moore. You still have Darius Williams and Tyson Campbell. But I think you could continue to upgrade that. I mean, you've got to have a lot of good corners to survive in this league. I still think you need some young wide receivers. You like Parker Washington, certainly. But uh, beyond that, you do have Elijah Cooks, a guy you like, but 
hasn't proven much at all in the NFL. You need some youth in that room. You need to get some guys that I think can be long-term mainstays to eventually try to get a little cheaper at wide receiver. These are the positions based on my studying of this draft, which has been extensive, that I know I can hit on throughout the draft because there is talent and depth at them. So the depth and talent at these positions, center, interior defensive line, corner, wide receiver. The reason I didn't try to go all in on these positions and free agency is because I know I can address them in the draft and I feel like that that I can do a really good job getting guys that can come in here and immediately contribute. And that's it. That's a cliffhanger. You're not going to get the draft till tomorrow. If you are looking for more general draft coverage and content, you can go check out my other channel, Rogue Football. It's my second YouTube channel. It's all about the NFL draft and team building. Again, this mock draft that is going to be what I would do, going to drop tomorrow. It is my favorite mock draft I have done this year. Cannot wait to share it with y'all. Really appreciate you tuning in. If you enjoy the content, please like, subscribe, hit that notification bell. Check out ginjag.com shop. Pick up some new Duval gear. Y'all have a good one. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.